welcome to another fun-filled episode of For Your Distraction. My name's Adam, and sitting to my right, you know, almost uh, almost a full seat away from me is Scott. How are we doing, Scott? You know what? I'm doing wonderful. And your voice in that intro, you even sounded chill. This, like, we're we, so chilled right now. It's, it's, it's unreal. To pull the curtain back, um, our current recording studio is frozen solid. Because it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, it's cold outside. Yeah, it's and, freezing. And we have a, a little like space heater in our studio. And it warms that bitch up real quick. And it's nice out there. It gets toasty. Usually, yeah. But uh, the space heater shit the bed. So it's really, really cold out there. So we decided to abort that mission. So we're actually recording inside in... Uh, the bonus living room, if you will, on the nice little couch. Yeah, we're we're, we're on a couch. We're chilled yeah. out, the, kicking the casting back with the couch. Beer. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, <laughs> there's six black dudes standing behind us. So. so when's the first time you ever sucked a dick? How old were you? Well, I was 13 years old, and it was my therapist. Whoa! Here we go. <laughs> no, we're sitting on the couch and we're just chilled out. If you hear any weird background movement or whatever, it's because we're doing something different. Also, we're holding mm-hmm. the microphones. We're holding microphones like, like we're on the red carpet. Yeah, like like we're, <laughs> like we're interviewing uh, celebrities. Who's wearing Chanel tonight? Oh my god! Isn't that one of the Chanel's yeah. like perfume? Is it? But don't they make like handbags and clothes and shit like shoes and whatever? Come on, Scott. You're I married. So I don't think so. I think they make perfume. Well, whatever. Um, so anyway, we're chilled out. We're relaxed. Um, yeah, we're gonna have fun. I think. Um, so I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Does your dick have a name? <laughs> I'm curious. I was thinking about dick names this past week. Dick names? Yeah, and I was thinking not so much about the names themselves, but the cultural affectation of naming your dick and loosely your testicles i guess as well because i was thinking franks and beans franks like, that's beans. the classic name the franks and beans do you ever name your dick so i named mine long john silver yeah <laughs> i just i just know of him as the legend <laughs> but i'm nick- sure i'm sure he's got many other nicknames out there by uh Ladies who've been lucky enough to get to know him. Hey, ladies. <laughs> but that's a that's a weird ask. That's it a is. weird ask. That that's not, not going to beat around the bush here, that's... literally and figuratively. But that's a weird ask. That's a weird. Well, we yeah. ask the weird questions sometimes. Sometimes you got to. And we're on the couch right now together, <laughs> to just two bros broing out on the couch talking about each other's dicks. That's... No, but seriously, have you ever named your dick? Have you? Uh... Has anybody ever given you your name or your dick a name? That's a better question. I no, oh, little buddy. I, I don't. I can't. I don't. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Little buddy, <laughs> little buddy, really, <laughs> little buddy. So no, I don't know. That's I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to put a survey on this. Stay one. tuned. Maybe there. by the end of the episode, he'll I come can't up with think a name. Of any right now. Okay. Yeah. What about I you? Said it was weird. What about you? Um. I. No. No? Okay. I've never had any desire to name. I don't understand, like, male fascination with their genitals beyond, like, the pleasure aspect and the reproductive aspect. Beyond that, like, like, people have, like, have you ever heard of those guys that take pride in their balls and things like that? Like, you've heard, you've heard of, um, I've heard of people that have like maybe a testicle removed and they're like, they also get like super Lance manly. Armstrong? Yeah. And they got to get like, they got to overcompensate, I guess is what you would call it. I've never had that like brain power where it's like, yeah, I have to overcompensate for whatever. So I've never like gone into like, I'm going to name my dick this. I'm going to name my balls that. It's probably the same douchebags who name their cars. Like that's a thing. Like some, some dickheads out there. They actually give their vehicles names. I've never done that. I don't name my cars. I don't love cars. I named my car once. You named your car once? Once. I, I think it was, I think I had a Ford Focus. Yeah. I want to say it was 
Fiona? I can't remember. Or it was, you had to play it off with like whatever it was. So it was a focus. You had to pick an F name. I can't remember. I could be. I. I maybe. I don't remember what it was though. I never named my car, but <clears throat> one of I think the second car I ever had was a Chevy Lumina, like an old like a four door sedan. It was given to me by my grandmother. It was like it was like it was your quintessential grandma car. My first and car is your quintessential grandma car. It is. It was. And she didn't drive it anymore, so and I was borrowing it and I probably was seventeen years old. She she gave it to me. And her she had a vanity license plate on it. And it said thirty nine Gaga. Because she was my Gaga. She was my Gaga listen. She was my Gaga and like my cousins and every everybody called her gaga and she like she used that like she was gaga to everybody and her her ongoing joke which she thought was so hilarious was she stopped aging at 39 so she was forever 39 years old so her license plate became 39 gaga so deloney used to call it refused to refer to it as the 39 gaga mobile because that's the license plate set. But I never gave it that name. But he called it the 39 Gaga Mobile. And then there was a girl that I was dating around that time that I would drive around in said car. Yeah, not one of my finer moments, but hey, it happens. And uh, she referred to it as Lulu. Oh. Because it was Illumina, so Lulu. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's a play on, play on words right there. It was stupid. But so, like, an ex-girlfriend... And Deloney, they both named my car, but I never did. So okay. maybe in conversations, I would have referred to it as one of those two, but I wasn't the one who invented it. My first car, car was sick, man. I loved it. Was the same same as you're talking about yeah. the Lumina. Yeah. It was um, my first car. My mother bought it for my great grandmother. She couldn't really drive anymore. It was a Chevy Cavalier, okay. 88, 88 Chevy Cavalier. Um, she couldn't really drive. Mine was most... a 93, I think. Better than mine, bitch. Um, what color was it? Maroon. Maroon. I like had... burgundy, kind of. I had classic gray silver. I hate, I hate classic gray silver. That's all. pretty much the only cars I've ever had. You've... Oh, yeah. It's all I've ever but had. But you know what? I've only ever had that like maroonish burgundy up until like now. Yeah, you've got that. My last two. Yeah. yeah, you got that van now. I had three in a row that were the same colors. I gotta, I gotta get a new. I love next time my, I get a new I car, love my minivan, man. Next time I get a new car, I'm definitely not getting somewhere. But anyway, I had a '88 Chevy Cavalier, and let me tell you, I ran that thing into the dirt. And I, I was an asshole sometimes, so like I didn't take as good a care of the car as I probably should have. Like, I did the thing. Did you ever do this whenever you were young and driving? Did you put your seat back like halfway into the back seat? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, you did that. I I did that, and like the the like it was partially in the back seat because you put the back down because you you feel cool doing that. You feel like a badass. Yeah. Like yeah, like you're chill. You're the chill dude driving down the road. Like like us on this couch. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Right? Sure. Listen to Snoop Dogg. You know, going going to smoke some weed. You feel chill when you're Absolute, doing some shit like that's, that. That's probably what I was doing at the time. <laughs> yeah. Too. So listening to Snoop Dogg, going to actually smoke weed. Yeah, so I got stopped a few times for that because it's illegal. For smoking weed? Well, no, for my my uh, seat back so oh, far. Oh, really? You can't have it back that far. You le- legally can't. Like it depends. What? On, I mean, I guess it depends on how far you put Fucking it back. Fascist. But I think it's like if you can see the back of the chair in like the back seat window. Oh, dude, I totally could. Then that's illegal. You can't do that. That's really? how you put it up. Because well, I understand the reason for behind it because. Imagine sitting on a stool and trying to drive a car. It's the same thing. You got to have some back support to like keep yourself steady so you don't like lose control. You know. I never got stopped for that. I used to do that all the time. You know, what I did get stopped for one time. I had like Mardi Gras beads and like a lanyard and maybe like a, one of those pine cone air fresheners around my rearview mirror, and they would like yeah. hang down. And a cop fucking stopped me to tell me that I wasn't allowed to have that stuff on the rearview mirror. Really? He busted out his little fucking pamphlet book. He didn't give me a ticket or anything. He let me off with a warning. But he made he made me take it off. I thought that was such bullshit. Really? He made he took out his little book and like showed me in like the 
book of the road. I don't know what it would be. The rules of the road. The unwritten book of the road. And he showed me <laughs> that there was a statute right there. There was a law, section whatever, subsection B. And it said you can't have shit on your rearview mirror. And I'm like, oh. Well. Wait, anything at all? No, like nothing at all. You can't have things hanging from oh, it. Oh, he is being just a dick then. He was being a he dick. He was just being a dick then. But that's cops. But like, okay, he, I mean, he might have been new. So maybe newer. It's like the old classic no, they story. See a it's young like the old kid. it's the training day story. It's the training day story again. You got the young young buck getting into the business and King stuff like Kong that. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, it's that it, you know he gets in the car with uh, uh, Denzel Washington. And he's he's all ready to like it's it's the Rick and Morty episode too. He's like he's all ready to take the law into his own hands and Ethan Hawke. and yeah, just yeah. kind of like be the good cop That's and then a fucking good. And movie. then eventually he's gonna get bitter and he's gonna be like, see all those fucking lanyards? I don't give a shit about that anymore. That's how rough it gets in Heritage PA. So, um, it's a good thing I wasn't a black kid. I might have got shot. Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. Um, speaking of vehicles, yeah. did you see the new Tesla? I did. The Cyber Truck. Dude. That is what the 70s and 80s thought the future was going to look like. Wanna, what are your thoughts on it? I love it. I, I would drive. It. The wheels or whatever material they have on the bottom of that thing, I would drive the wheels off of that vehicle. I think it is so. I want one so sexy. badly. I love it's, it. It's like you're driving in Tron. You're I, driving in I, the Tron. First thing universe. I thought when I saw it, I'm like, "That's a Tron car." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, it is. Do you remember the future? Oh. It's like it, for those who haven't seen it, Google it. I swear to God, think of what. 80s, 70s and 80s people thought future cars would look like 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 polygon style cars oh my god it's it's exactly like that the, the color of it is like soft sound like <laughs> it's like the color is static <laughs> i don't know how he did it he invented a new color the color of static every car is that Dude. color he, when you saw him on stage getting ready to announce it, he looked, he looked like he thought my dick hangs so low right now. The Cybertruck. I guarantee Elon Musk names his dick. I guarantee. I guarantee. It. He comes out for his TED talk. <laughs> Talking. Oh Jesus! It's supposed to have bulletproof windows too. Like I heard, like people who had them, like the windows were like falling out of them. Really? There was a problem. But does it? I mean, you're gonna have. You're going to have little complications when something's brand I think, new. I think Windows falling out of them is a bit more than just a little complication. Well, so, that's a little bit more. Has he shot it off into space yet? That's that's the big it's question. Gonna that's that's gonna the big happen. That's the big question. So, like, Elon Musk is going to take us to, like, Mars. No, right? he's not. Right? He's full of shit. He's all How's he full? You don't? Do you think we're going to go to Mars? And I don't mean, like, oh, in a thousand years, yeah, we'll go to Mars. I mean, like... Within the next, like, let's say, 50 years. Within the next 50 years. You think we'll go to Mars? It's tough to say. I I remember being a kid. We don't have we don't have uh, astrophysics backgrounds, by the way, people. It's just two jackasses. Just kind of... I think they, they probably come to that conclusion by now. <laughs> so. But I remember being in, like, 6th or 7th grade, and we went on a field trip to the uh, Carnegie... Science Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which Ew. is which is a pretty cool place. You ever been there? Once, I think I've been. Yeah, once I've when been I was there. I've been there a handful of times. It's a, it's a pretty cool place. I've been there in a while though. I need to go back. But I remember they had like a mission to Mars exhibit that was there, and I remember it was being really. They they made like a area that was supposed to look like Mars terrain, and you're supposed to like drive the rover and all this stuff. And I remember the person was like. We're going to be to Mars in 25 years. Like, your lifetime, we will be on Mars. That that deadline has come and gone. It did not happen. And there's no, there's not even talk of it anymore. So, had I had the foresight to know what was going on in the world today, I would have been like, actually, in 2019, people are going to start believing that the Earth is flat. So we're slowly regressing. We're, we're, we're regressing. We're getting dumber. Yes. Um, but like within the next fifty years now, like based on what you've seen, like Elon Musk created a rocket that can shoot into space 
land that was and then cool. shoot back into space yeah it's the millennium falcon yeah, the fact that it's a spaceship that can land somewhere and then take back off and fly again that's what spaceships are supposed to do yeah every sci-fi movie we've ever watched it's not like the space shuttles that we saw for the apollo program that they barely fucking make it back to our atmosphere when they do. The, the fucking thing explodes and jettisons them into the ocean <laughs> with a giant parachute. Like, oh, that's we're supposed to be excited for that? No, when a fucking spaceship can actually, like, land and, like, a door opens up and, like, stairs appear and you can walk out and go yeah. to a Starbucks and then hop back in and go to wherever you want to go. Like, that's gnarly shit. That's, that's, that's a spaceship. That's no longer a shuttle. Yeah, it's it's no that's longer a, a rocket. That's like, a spaceship, man. Yeah. So based on that, though, like based on those kind of innovations, I gotta be honest with you. I think fifty years, like we may not colonize it. We're not gonna colonize it, but just a per, a few people, like a crew, just go to the Mars. Just go to could Mars. Could be no, it could. Be. I mean, we absolutely in fifty years. It's gotta be. We did it to the moon, or some people don't think we did that, but I, I'm a I'm a moon <laughs> believer. <laughs> you believe in the moon. No, but I, I here's my problem is we're all going to be dead from climate change by then. So like, we're not going to be dead in fifty years from climate change. Not fifty years. What you got? Some new information? You got some? Got some stuff to say about that? Fifty years? Yeah, man. Gotta... I mean, climate change is a problem. It is a significant problem, and it is can be an irreversible problem if we let it get too far. But like, isn't the aren't those effects going to be like in like a hundred years, something like that? Like a lot of those noticeable effects from like where we are now. Like, it's going to so, get a little warmer. It's so going to be no, colder winters and longer it's, winters, it's, maybe. It's a lot sooner than you think. It's a lot sooner than you think. I actually don't know. I did at one point knew what the deadline was, but we're coming up on it. It's like now. Like, the point of no return is here. So, like, if we don't start f- doing things the right way, we're going to, like, it's going to be foobar. And there's nothing we can do. The, the plant's already going to be destroyed. And it might not happen overnight, but in 100 years from now, the world might blow up because of the consequences that we're making today. And people don't fucking care. These are the same people that don't believe in vaccines and think the Earth is flat and we never landed on the moon. They're the same people that don't believe in this climate change. And it is a serious fucking problem. And... I, that that's more concerning to me than than landing on Mars. I hate to say it, but it is. Did you get your flu shot yet? Yeah, I do. I haven't gotten mine yet. I need to oh, get you, it. So I gotta get it. Flu, I haven't gotten it. Flu shots. I'm actually a pretty healthy person. I don't get sick that often. I knock get on, knock on wood. I get sick once a year, the same time every year. It's like the month of like January, February. I get just get sick. I used to never get the flu shot, and I would always be like, I'm not getting the flu shot. I've never had the flu. And I, honest to goodness, right hand to God, I've ne- I've never had the flu to that point. I've had the stomach flu, but that's different than the flu. Yeah. Those are two different things. I had never had the flu until about about eight years ago now. I got the flu for the first time in my life. And I thought I was going to die. It was miserable. I was so bad. At that point, I said to myself... You will never, ever not get the flu shot again. And I have kept that. Ever since then, I have gotten the flu shot every year like clockwork. I don't know if I've ever had the flu before. I'm trying to think. What's the difference between the flu and a really bad cold? Like, what's Um, the difference? I've had really bad colds. The flu, you can't even, like, function. Like, you got the sweats. You got got a fever. You're just you. Your body aches. I remember my body aching, like I like it's never hurt before. I was just in bed. I would be hot, then I would be cold, then I would be hot, then I'd be cold. And for a really bad cold, it runs its course in twenty four to forty eight hours. The flu was like long fucking lasting, and that's what that it was over a extended period. It was like a week. Maybe I get the flu every year then. Maybe that's why. You get the flu because, every like, year. I well, because here's the thing: like, whenever I I've gone to the doctor for before, and he's always told me like, "Oh, you just got a really bad cold," but it'll last like a week or two, and like, I'll have a couple days like early on 
uh, where I have those symptoms where it's like I'm burning up, then I'm freezing, burning up. I got the sweats. I don't want to move or get out of bed or eat or do anything. Whether you have a really, but the thing is, you're going to treat it the same way. Whether you have the flu or if you have a really bad cold, there's no cure for it. You just have to treat the symptoms, try to make yourself as comfortable as possible, and let the thing run its course until your body can fight off whatever yeah. it is. There's no like magic pill you can take that cures you the next day. That's why you're trying to prevent it. Like you need to get the fucking flu shot to prevent you from getting the flu. You need to wash your hands when you're in pub when you're in public because that's how you get colds or any kind of yeah. germ really. But vaccinate your damn kids. Get the fucking flu shot. Take your tinfoil hats off, people. It is not a fucking conspiracy. It drives. Oh, we've somebody, talked about it on here somebody photoshopped Scott's face in old man yelling at clouds. For real though, <laughs> I I draw the line at the anti-vaxxers. I cannot handle their bullshit. They're like, I'm all for you know personal choices and, and freedoms. I, I get that, but when your stupidity puts other children and elderly people and anybody really at risk. That's when that's when I, I draw the line, and it really does. That's fair. Um, so yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe I've been getting the flu a little bit. Get a your little, damn flu shot. A little bit of the flu. A little bit of the flu and ski, homie. Monica Fluinski. Damn, I love this couch. I know it's relaxing. I feel <laughs> super chill. I'm gonna kick back a little bit. I'm gonna yeah, kick do, back. Do it up. Put my put my leg up a little bit real quick. This having is having some beer. Hey, we've been like this is like the third night in a row we've gone drinking. It's pretty nuts. Um, I blame your wife for that. She's because party hard. Your yeah. wife has been busy, busy, busy like me, but probably mm-hmm. busier and dealing with more hard stuff with her doctorate. And she. She got some time off, so she's like, "Let's go party, yeah, party, party." She took she took big rounds of tests, and it was it was a nightmare. And holiday season's coming up; it's it's Thanksgiving's this week, so she's got some time. So she really wanted to blow some steam off. So, oh we, my god, we're doing the podcast tonight. We went bowling last night; that was fun. Night before that, we went to uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. They had the ski and snowboard show. Yeah, just. Just doing things. It was fun. Yes. It was fun. Yeah. Almost like we're living a normal fucking life. Yeah. That people like us too. We do things. I've got I got big rounds of tests coming up too, but the fucking Thanksgiving. I get five days off of work for Thanksgiving. I get five Dude. fucking days off. Oh my god, it's you gonna know be what? great. Wait, I'm thinking about this. Yeah, I think I have five days off too. Really? I have four. I have four days off. Wow! I know that's pretty. Kegger nice. every night. That's Let's go. Nice. Uh, my my four days are going to consist of consist of me at home with Disney Plus on my TV, <laughs> with a beer, with multiple with beers. a beer with multiple, multiple beers. beers. Yes, I'm going to be spending. So you are a big family guy. I not am. To uh, you know, use the Seth MacFarlane TV show name. You're a big, a big family fan of guy. Show, but okay. You're a big family guy. So, like, you, when it comes to Thanksgiving, you've got, like, multiple places you go, don't you? Ugh. Tell me about it. Actually, tomorrow, I have my first. It's not Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And my father's side of the family does their Thanksgiving on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And it's great because they know everybody's got a million places to go on Thanksgiving. So they just, years ago, started doing it on that day. So I have that tomorrow. And then on Thanksgiving Day, we have to go to Kristen's father's house, Kristen's aunt's house, and then my aunt's house. We've got three places to go on that day. Hot it's not enough, not enough hours in the day. We, we may you're, have you're, divide and conquer. I've been saying that this, this whole past year, there's not enough hours in the day. Nobody listens to me. Yeah. I'm going to get into that in a second. Um... But my Thanksgiving is like this. So my mother, she um, she decided to take a shift on Thanksgiving. Because Time not, and a half? Beca- yep. Because guess nice. what? You fucking people, not everybody gets the holidays off, you right. bastards. Some people have to work. Right. So she is taking a shift on that day from 2 o'clock till 10 at night. So we're doing Thanksgiving early at my house. Okay. Um, I've decided, well, we've decided that we're just going to pay 
for like one of those restaurants to make our Thanksgiving dinner for us. That that's that new hot fad thing going around lately. Past couple years, we're gonna do, we did that last year. We're gonna do it again this year. What what place do you have to do it? I can't remember. It's it's one of those. Um, it's not. A, it's one of those like one off restaurants, like in like Sharpsville or something like that. Di Lorenzo's? No, it's not Di Lorenzo's. Um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember what it's Muscarellos? called. Muscarellos. Might be Muscarellos. Okay. It might be Muscarellos. Um, but we're doing that again. Why? Because cooking Thanksgiving is a pain in the ass. It really is. It no, no sucks, joke. and it makes it so much easier for the cleanup. Maybe the turkey's not going to be as good as you want it to be. It'll be all right. You know, it's, it'll be just fine. You ever cooked a turkey? I've never myself, but I've witnessed it, and it sucks. I've never cooked a turkey in my life. And I don't really want to ever. That's like a two day affair. It's it takes a long time yeah, if you want to do it right. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's a it's I mean, you could do it real quick, but you'll end up with a turkey <laughs> like uh, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Have you ever had deep fried turkey? I have. I I like it. I've had deep fried turkey. I guess it's like mega dangerous to do. Really? I've seen the YouTube videos of oh, people yeah. lighting their houses on fire. <laughs> it's kind of entertaining, but uh yeah, fuck them. You know what else I've had? What? Had it twice. Turducken. Never had turducken. You know, turducken. Never had duck, first of all. Never, But I've never had turducken. My stepfather raises ducks. He gets duck eggs and... And he kills them? ducks. I can't see myself raising like a chicken or a duck with the end result to killing them. Well, that's them. not his I goal. I can't do that. He's He's done it twice. Like he's killed two total ducks and like roasted them and eaten them. But he's got like seven or eight more, and he doesn't do that to them. He just like takes their eggs. <laughs> yeah, never had duck eggs either before. I've only ever had chicken. So, eggs. duck eggs are huge. They're a lot better than chicken eggs, and they just kind of taste like chicken eggs. I've heard ostrich eggs are the shit. Never had one. I've heard. I've had ostrich. They're expensive. Meat. I've heard they're expensive, but they're also worth it almost I've because had they're amazing. Meat. I never had. I never had. But I've never. I've only ever had chicken. Ostrich is a crazy animal if you think about it. It is. Like it's it's a fucking bird, but it's enormous, and they can run so damn fast. It's a velociraptor. Their legs are so powerful that they could kill fucking lions with their legs. Like there's no way. Dude, they don't. They don't skip. They don't skip leg day. They don't skip leg day. Like I've been to the zoos before where there's like ostrich and those fuckers will come at you like through the fence like you'll try to like there's a, a petting zoo nearby us where you can like feed the animals well they got an ostrich there and big fucking signs like don't fucking feed the ostrich if you like your digits and of course here's me i'm like oh i'll just like put my bowl out here i won't put it in my hand that fucker comes at you they're terrifying creatures do they hiss what kind of noise does an ostrich make i don't know i've never seen one up know. close I've never been to one up close. I've seen them far away, like at the zoo or whatever. I'm, picture, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it, and I think it might do like the chirping sound from Jurassic Park. The velociraptors make that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You can, you can, you can, everybody heard it right now. That was a terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible rendition. In your mind, you know everybody what it is. Everybody heard it. Like the sea tried to open the door. And, yeah. Yeah. Fucking rabbits. Never, never had. Awesome. Have you ever fed like horses? Dude, like, I'm, I'm, yes. But I'm terrified of horses. Really? I hate horses. Yes, they're Why? they're incredibly intimidating animals. I they're, mean, they are. They're huge. I was a young lad, and this is this is the worst idea ever. I was probably like Eva's age. I might have been six years old, and my mom had a friend who had a farm, and she's like, "Oh, you should bring Scotty over and let him ride horses." She's like, he's here right now. Throw him on one of those bitches. So, like, no joke. <laughs> no joke. Like, like they used me as a fucking guinea pig. This lady wanted to show off her damn horses. And I get on the back of this horse. And it does the fucking, like, Denver Bronco horse, like, logo. It, like, whatever it does when it gets back on its two. It did that with me on its back. I, like, grabbed. I didn't fall off. I grabbed onto that horse. What's it called? Mane? Yeah. The hair. I grabbed onto its hair and held on for dear life. And I was tiny back then, so I stayed on. I, that has ter- that has scarred me for life from horses. I've, I see them. I just mm. I've been on a horse one time in my life. There's a it's the only ever picture you're ever gonna find of me on a horse. 
Uh, my grandmother took it. Um, it was back when I was maybe like 10 or 11, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ride it or anything like that. There was like a parade thing going on. And it was when I was living in Mercer. And <clears throat> um, basically what transpired in this picture, you could see... You could see me being super, like, r- ridiculously careful when I'm on this horse. The dude's holding the horse, and I get on it, and I'm holding, uh, the you know, the part of the saddle that's in the front that kind of, like, sticks up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gripping on that. I'm sure that. that has a name. Yeah. And there's horse people out there listening to this podcast. You fucking- It's called the Durka, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Or whatever. I- that's... I don't uh, know. I just made that word Middle up. Middle Eastern racist. I made that word durka, up. Durka, durka, durka. I made that word up. It was, uh, it's like, a, it's like a Dr. Seuss word. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I um, like a durka, durka. <laughs> anyway, I'm on this horse and you can see. Adam, they have horses in the Middle East too. They do. They do. They have a horse called an Arabian horse. So they exist there. So they could very well have invented that. I don't know. They could have. I I, I doubt it, but it could have. Same person just turned off the podcast now at this point. <laughs> you, don't you don't know. You have no idea. You haven't done your research. Um, Horses are just good for glue. <laughs> what is that? Pro- okay, hang on a second. Yeah? What is that process like turning a horse into glue? Like, what is it like? I mean, I've never seen the inside no, 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 of a glue like, factory. But like, so I don't know. What is that? What is that like from? Because I've always wondered every single time we're like, oh, you turn a horse into glue. Like, how do you turn a horse into glue? I don't know if Elmer still uses horses in their glue. But like, what do they do? Just like grind up the organs and then like. I just picture like the scene from Pink Floyd's The Wall where all the kids are in the desk and they go into the meat grinder. But imagine him being a horse. <laughs> And instead of hamburger meat coming out, it's glue. Whoa! <laughs> just Mr. Edges. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Wilbur! <laughs> I mean, is it just like their hooves? I don't know. Like, like. Fucking fine, though. Some cultures eat horses. Yeah. I. I've I've heard of some cultures also eat dogs too. They're called fucking crazy. I would never eat a dog. Would you ever eat a dog? I feel like we've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation we before. Have? Okay. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't eat a dog. I wouldn't eat a dog. Might be delicious. I don't know though. So I one time again we're talking about cars. I almost hit a unicorn with my vehicle. A, unicorns aren't real. Well, I know this, but at the time I was I, I thought I almost hit a unicorn. So, what happened was, I w- Kristen and I were just dating. We had not been dating very long at all. And at the time, she was living with her father and her stepmother. And her stepmother owns horses. She's got a couple. And their house is in the middle of nowhere, out on a country road in the boonies. And the road that you have to take to get to her house is kind of a windy country road. And it's got some dips. Up and down dips. Then when you get to where their house, their house is on the one side of the road. On the opposite side of the road, there's a barn and a pasture with a fence around it. And that's where her mother, or her stepmother rather, keeps the horses. So one night I was driving and it was dark out. It was a little bit foggy. Okay, so it's got a little eerie feel to it to begin with. Start of every great horror movie. I was driving to her house to see her. And I was working, so I got off work and I'm driving there and... I might have been going a little bit faster than I should have, and I'm on this windy road. I'm going up and down the hills, and I get go up the one hill, start coming back down. There is a fucking unicorn in the middle of the road. I'm talking about this giant, four-legged creature, white as a ghost. Imagine, like, the most pristine Christmas morning snow on your front yard. The color of that. Huge, bigger than my vehicle. I had to slam the fuck on my brakes, and I almost hit this creature. And I'm like, <gasps> breathing real hard, and it just looks at me. It would have killed me. It had, a, a, horse hor- it had a horn and everything? At the time, I thought it was a unicorn. <laughs> Turns out, no. Turns out, it didn't have a didn't have a horn. But let's just talk about something. Why is it so fucking batshit crazy? I was just thinking that the no, same... Like, 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 if you're... A fucking horse with a horn is just like, 
out of there. But giraffes exist. Yes. Like, a giraffe is a thing. We've all seen them. We know they're real. I was... They're absolutely crazy animals that are a thing. When you said unicorn, I was just thinking of the same thing. It's just a fucking horse with a horn. Like, it's not that wild and crazy. It's not like he's got wings and he's flying around or anything. It's not a fucking pegasus. Like, he has a fucking horn. Yeah. People are like, fucking unicorn. Oh, that's nuts. Rhinos have horns. Yeah, why is it so crazy? Bulls have horns. Like, horns exist. Horns is not a horn. A horn is not a mythological thing, right? It's not a like. I feel like a unicorn very well could exist, and it wouldn't be that crazy. I saw this. I saw this TV show one time that was like a pseudo documentary. It's not really a documentary, but it was talking about the potential existence of dragons in the past. Yeah. Because like, and it was talking about like the scientific capability of like this is how dragon would actually exist. And I was like, that's so fascinating because it's the weirdest thing when you think about dragons. You think about <clears throat> you think about the origins of the mythological dragon, it's like, what? Like, you think, like, England, Europe, kind or, of. Or China, Asia. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting there, too. And China and Asia. And they have two very different depictions of what a dragon would look like, but they're both called dragons. They're both serpents that breathe fire. Like, it's, it's a really weird thing where it's like... Are they both winged? No, the Chinese dragon is not. It's more, it might be more water-based. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's in the water, but it's more like a snake with arms and uh, it can breathe fire and shit like that. With like a lizard head or some shit. It was probably just people finding dinosaur bones. Then there's people out here listening to this podcast. <laughs> you believe in dinosaurs. No, but like people find dinosaur bones and they're like, in the olden days, we're like, this must be dragon. They didn't find dinosaur bones for the first time until George Washington, or after George Washington, remember? No, no, no. They probably found dinosaur bones. They just thought they were fucking dragons. Well, you have to dig thing. very far. to. You have to, like, dig, like, way down to find dinosaur bones? George, George Washington did not know dinosaurs were a thing. We talked like, about this before. Yeah, it's a, it's about the nuttiest about, thing in the like, world. Like, Think about yes. that for a second, people. Think about that. George Washington... One of the founders of this country, the people of that era did not know dinosaur was a thing. Can you imagine the first person discovering, like, a triceratops skull? Yeah. They're like, dust it off, and they're like, look at it. They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) They must have lost their fucking mind when they found that. It's a demon. I found a demon skull. What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) That'd That'd be great. But the unicorn. Yes. The unicorn. So, I, like, catch my breath, I go, I go to Kristen's house, I walk in, and she's there, I'm like, you aren't gonna believe what happened. I almost hit a unicorn. <laughs> we told her it was a unicorn! <laughs> and she's like, she looks at me, she's like, a unicorn? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so I'm driving to your house, and I come down the dip, and there's this giant, humongous, white, she goes, ugh, in the middle of the road. I'm like, yes, she goes, hold on. Diane Estrada got out again. Unicorn has a name? (laughs) So apparently it was her stepmother's horse and it didn't have a horn. It was just a giant fucking creature and it was, it's gotten out before and I almost hit it and killed myself. And it probably would just like brushed the dirt off its shoulder and been fine. Yeah. But I would have been dead. I would have been in multiple pieces. Have you ever hit a deer before? Yeah. Yeah. I've been lucky enough I've not had to deal with that yet. I've never, like, had a bad deer accident, knock on wood. But I've hit deer. I've been in the cars when people have fucked. My mom hit a deer once when I was, like, a kid. Yeah, it was the same with me. I, my yeah. mother, I was my in the car once. My fucked this deer up. My mother hit the back end of this deer. And, like, and it was late at night, and she was picking me up yeah. from some whoever was babysitting me. And I'm ahead, like, leaning against the window, as you do at late at night, and just kind of, like, sleeping. And all of a sudden... Boom! And then my head bangs against the window and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck? And I catch like just a glimpse of this deer running past. I was like, shit. Yeah, I was like 15. It's intense. Years. I was maybe like 12 years old, maybe. I was coming back from playing Little League Baseball. My mom's driving me. And this deer runs right out in front of her. She fucked this thing up. It was in bloody pieces. Jesus. She killed the shit out of this deer. And her, front, her car got totaled, man. We were both fine, but the car got fucked up. The deer got fucked up. It was. It was, was it laying on the like the road, dying? Dude, there was pieces of it. There was pieces of it squirming. What'd you do? We had to call the police. Did they come and shoot it? He came and there was no, there was like nothing left to shoot. <laughs> like he like liquefied it. So if you hit a deer, 
Knock on wood, you never do it again. But if you ever hit a deer and it was in pain and it obviously wasn't going to recover, what would you feel obligated to do? I'd call the police and they would probably shoot the thing. I mean, I'm not. You don't think you'd be man enough to, like, kill it yourself? With my bare fucking hands? (laughs) I don't know. What am I gonna do, Adam? Run, run it over the car again? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, Adam, no. I'm gonna line call. it up so the wheels, you know, match up with the neck or the head or something. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Then it's like I know what you did last summer for the <laughs> deer's come for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But I just this. Oh. Then I hit the deer the one time. I was go- I was on my way to Westminster, middle of the night because we work crazy fucking hours. And it was icy and stuff. And this deer, like, it practically jumped onto my hood. Like, I didn't hit it. It hit me. Yeah. And, like, nothing. My car was fine. There was no cracked windshield, no dents, no nothing. And the deer just, like, flew off, like, Dukes of Hazard style, off the front of my car on the side of the road. And it just, it just laid there. And it was, like, head was, like, looking around. It was just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I started to walk close to the deer to, like, see if it was okay. And I got just a couple steps away, and it stood right up and jetted into the woods. So the deer was fine. My car was fine. That's the only time like, I ever hit What one. was that? Like, I've been lucky. I almost hit a deer three or four weeks ago. Yeah? Almost. Very, very close. It, I was, it came whipping, whipping past me, and I was this close to hitting the back end of it. So close. Lucky. So, we've been bullshitting. We've been bullshitting for a while. It's a chill episode, man. It's We're very just chill. On the I couch like. Here. I like this format. I I'm like a, it. This might be it's amazing. relaxing. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I want to talk. Speaking of Disney Plus, which Disney like, Plus, we yeah. were talking about Disney Plus. Yeah, I want to briefly talk about the new show, The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, I would like to do maybe like an episode pseudo, like a mid uh, synopsis of it. Every time we record. So I would like to talk about episode one. That's what I want to talk episode about. Episode one. Okay. Episode one. Um, what? How did you feel about the show when you started watching it? Well, I was concerned if it was going to live up to the hype or not. Now, you and I have talked, and you even agreed, we both have agreed, that uh, the Star Wars market, since Disney has acquired it from Lucasfilm, has become a little bit saturated. Yeah. You know, they've been pumping out Star Wars related everything. I think they they even recognize it. So I, I that's think why they they're pumping too. the brakes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think they do too. And nothing, I mean, there's been, I enjoyed uh, Rogue One a little bit. Other than that, it was just okay. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Stuff. I thought it had one of the most entertaining space battles. We've seen yeah, in Star Wars. Uh, some things. I mean, I mean the Disney Star Wars stuff in general. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot better. But uh, but everybody was so excited for the Mandalorian. Everybody was so excited, and, and because everybody has a hard on for Boba Fett, that's what it is. Everybody has such a hard on yeah, for not Boba me. Fett. Not me. Me neither. Like he I was, was in never Boba Fett. He was man. in the total amount of time he spent in the movies. Like not counting the prequels because he wasn't even both it. He was a kid then, but like total amount of time he spent in the movies is like what fifteen minutes, maybe. Very very lines. Little. Yeah, he had like one or two no lines. No good total. to be dead. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, but the Mandalorian, on the other hand, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm not gonna lie to you. I told you it wasn't Boba Fett. Well, yeah. This takes place. After the events of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's between those who the Empire has fallen. Empire's falling. And the New Republic's in power and all this other nonsense. And this is the Mandalorian who, coincidentally, is also a bounty hunter. Which, do you know anything about the Mandalorian lore? A little bit, just from this show, though. I I haven't... Now, our old friend Brandon, who used to come on the show with us all the time, he has delved into the the canon, you know, secondary stories, the, the novels, the yeah. comics, and they go into a lot more detail about the Mandalorians and their their faith and their culture. They seem like and, a very tribal 
people was what they seem just from I like I know about as much as you probably because I mm-hmm. only want know about them from the show basically and it seems like a very tribal uh, right. species um, especially maybe after the Empire because they always talk about the Great Purge they've mm-hmm. talked about the Purge in the show a couple times so I'm guessing the Empire did them wrong yeah. or something and like they like now their people are just scattered in like yes. small tribes yes so maybe that's causing them to be more pseudo religious I don't know but it seems very very tribal based um organization so to speak the I thought it was interesting um you see not so much in the original because Boba Fett had his helmet on <clears throat> But in the prequels, you see Jenga Fett. He's a clone. Who, yeah. Well, he's not a clone. No, well, no, not Jenga Fett. Used, the, they used him to clone. I meant Boba Fett. Boba Fett is a clone. Boba Fett is a clone of Jenga Fett, yes. Yeah. But raised as his son. Yeah. And um, the, all, all the clone troopers of the Clone Wars were clones of Jenga Fett, who was a Mandalorian. Are the. Stormtroopers in the original trilogy clones too? Wouldn't they be clones too? I thought they didn't start using. I thought from when we the new trilogy that's been that they've been doing since Disney acquired them. I thought that they stopped using clone troopers after the Empire. Like the New Order started using regular. They started kidnapping kids and indoctrinating them and shit like that. I thought they were all clone troopers before. So you mean New Hope, Empire, yeah, Jedi? Yeah, I thought they were all clones before, too, because the, the, the planet there where they made the clones, I can't imagine the Empire would have destroyed that planet. I imagine they would have kept them in business, like, keep funneling troops to us, like, keep them coming. Like, I, I imagine know. it must be that. I don't know for sure, but there wasn't that, there wasn't that much time in between. Like, you saw characters in the prequel trilogy that are still there in the the only trilogy that matters in my opinion so there had to have been some clone troopers still there yeah like, they're not all dead they didn't get I just, rid of all i of just them. thought they were all clone troopers they no, just they pretty much used so. because you the people when you maybe the technicians weren't the people that like ran the death star but if you ever saw anybody like a white stormtrooper uniform that was a clone i thought i don't know i don't know that's a good question anyway but uh, my point is about Jenga Fett. He was a Mandalorian, right? Yes. He had no problem taking his helmet off. Fuck no. And like hanging out, you know. Which seems to be a big taboo thing Which, in Mandalorian TV From what show. Brandon has told me, Jenga Fett was kind of like shunned by the Mandalorians. Okay. Because of that. Because he didn't adhere to a lot of things with their culture. And what we've learned in the Mandalorian... Like, I think it was in episode one. They they wanted him to remove his gun. The guns are part of their culture. Hey, just like Americans. Yeah. Like, guns are his religion. Yeah. Which is a, just like us. And we find out in, like, one of the later episodes, which we're only going to do an episode per show when we do this, but we do find out, like, one of the later episodes. I think it was one of the later episodes where um, the, the um, armorer, the smithy woman, she uh, asks, uh, what's his name? Mando. Mando. She asked Mando, like, hey, have you ever, you know, removed your helmet? Have you ever had your helmet removed? And he always says no. And he, so that seems to be like a big, mm-hmm. a big thing with the Mandalorians right there. Yeah, they don't, um, don't remove their helmet. The opening sequence of the show, though, it very much sets the tone for it. And I think it was, a, first of all, Star Wars movies, apparently, they got a lot of times they got to start with a couple dicks pounding somebody at the pub. You know, they did that shit in A New Hope. They did this shit in The Mandalorian now, where it's just a couple dicks hounding somebody in, 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 like, some pub at this winter planet or whatever. And it sets a scene whenever The Mandalorian comes in. He just kind of sits at the bar, and he fucks everybody up in that bar. He cuts the dude in half with a door. It's so messed up. And it sets a scene for the show. The music is good. The uh, action is good. Like, I really enjoyed, like, just the opening sequence. I'm like, this is going to be a badass show. Um, in the first episode when he goes to, uh, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. So he goes to get his next bounty and it's a big one. And you see, now the empire has fallen, like you said, but you see pockets of the empire, what's left of the empire, still hanging on. They're still holding out for a hero. And that is probably what morphs into what we know now as the, as the first order. Yeah. There's still loyalists out there to the Empire, even though the Empire is no more. And I loved when when the Mandalorian goes to see who 
all intents and purposes, he's a member of the Empire, and he's got stormtroopers still with him. Which is a really cool scene, because it's really interesting to see the aftermath of the Empire, like, what happened mm-hmm. to them. Like, what you were talking about do. what happened after the Empire fell, because you got these stormtroopers in the scene, and they covered in dirt, their armor's all fucked up a little bit, but they're still being loyal and, to the and, Empire. And we've always seen, George Lucas did it with the originals, the correlation from the Empire compared to Nazi Germany. Yeah. And John Favreau, you see that in The Mandalorian. When he goes in, the guy who's sitting there at the desk, who's wearing an Empire, you know, officer outfit, thick, thick German accent. Yeah. And who walks in behind with the stormtroopers. Like, it, yeah. it, it was, I loved how they made it still look like <laughs> Nazi Germany. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I want to ask, uh, it's apparently, we know that in The Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett is given uh, Han Solo by Darth Vader. Uh, Han, or Darth Vader gives Han Solo to Boba Fett because of the bounty that's on his oh, head. I know what you're from, yeah, okay. um, And in the sequence, uh, Darth Vader tests the carbonite chamber yes, on him. Yes, I was going to bring this up. And Boba Fett has this big worry about... What if he doesn't survive the process? Right. It seems like it's a big like like experimental. We don't know what's gonna happen, but for some reason on Lan- on man the man on Mando's ship, he's got a carbonite freezing machine there. He that's way have- that's way smaller, more compact than the, at the Cloud oh, City. Fuck yeah, but he's got like a series of just criminals, just bounties, just strung up on a fucking like a coat hanger with clothes, just yep. strung up with uh in carbonite. It's like I thought. This was an experimental process. I thought the worry was maybe they're not going to survive. Lando Calrissian says when he's in Cloud City that he just uses it for transporting goods. Yeah. They don't use it on live individuals. Yeah. And Vader, of course, doesn't care. Boba Fett says he's no good to me dead. You know, I need to take him alive back yeah. to Jabba. And we'll compensate but, you for, you know, whatever right. damage, whatever. Yeah. But they do it anyway. And we see what unfolds. It doesn't, it doesn't kill Han Solo. Yeah. But but this sequence isn't that far after that time period. That must have been that must have caught word. Boba Fett must have said, "Hey, this is a thing. It worked," and he spread it to his other Mandalorian buddies, and they're like, "All right, let's look into this technology. This is Do something you think great." Boba Fett was really accepted by the Mandalorians, like really. Well, he was a son of Jango Fett, but he's also right, a clone. Right, but it, if after Jango Fett dies. Boba Fett's still relatively young, and I'm sure there's stories out there what happens next. But for all we know, he sought out the Mandalorians, became a foundling, came through the training, and if he if he chose that lifestyle, the it's the way. Yeah. So he is then accepted. I guess. Um, one thing I do appreciate about the show is that it treats Mando, which is the name they call the Mandalorian. The main character, right? Yeah, I don't think it's his real name, obviously, but um, they treat Mando like when they write his character and when the actor who portrays him and who does the voice and everything like that and the acting, um, he seems like a very badass bounty hunter, but also like a regular fucking dude. Like, he seems like he doesn't have the answer for everything. And, every, like... We'll talk about it, but when they're in the him and the robot are in the situation where they're pinned down by all those groups of uh, people, he doesn't have like the badass immediate answer. He's like trying to figure shit. I was like, oh fuck, this didn't work. He's like, all right, let's do this, and he goes out and the cannon comes. Out, like, oh fuck, shit, like this isn't gonna work either. Mm-hmm. Like he's a badass, but in the he doesn't have the answer. It seemed like the portrayal of Boba Fett was he was a narcissistic godlike being that had the answer for everything. Even when he died, they wrote his book later that, oh no, he had a thermal detonator and he killed the Sarlacc and he crawled out of it. Like Which I hated that. Yeah. It's like both of it was treated as just this guy who knew he was good, he was a badass, and he could get out of any situation. I appreciate the fact that the Mandalorian is like, yeah, he's a badass and he knows what he's doing, but he comes across some shit. And he doesn't immediately know what to do. Like he gets he gets dirty. He gets his armor busted up all the fucking time, and he gets shot at. And it's great. It's Boba great. Fett was, in my opinion, the second most overrated Star Wars character, only second to Darth Maul. I felt Darth Maul 
was very, very overrated. People loved Darth Maul, and he had such a small part, just like Boba Fett. Very little screen time, very few lines. Yes, there was the iconic battle between him and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, and I get that. And he kills Qui-Gon, which was mind-blowing. But then Obi-Wan kills him. But then Disney does the unthinkable, where they're like, oh, hey, you know, Darth Maul was a beloved character. People love him. Let's bring him back, you know, which we see what's happening now. I hate that, man. He died and it should have been the end of him same thing with boba fett he dies yeah albeit he died a shitty way by han accidentally yeah, yeah and fall yeah, he, okay. didn't, he didn't deserve it, the death he did but, but a death nonetheless and now they're those two characters that were very very small unimportant characters but somehow rose to fan favorites they bring both of them back from the dead which yeah. I think is is a cop out in my opinion. But do you agree that they write the Mandalorian better in that Absolutely. He's, he's not like that Boba Fett style character. He's not like a godlike I know exactly what I'm doing all the I time. I don't I didn't pick that up from Boba Fett. I di- I didn't get that vibe from him. I I I got he was all business all the time. Yeah. He was very hard, very rigid. But as far as having all the answers, no. I mean when he's a young boy, granted he's younger, so it is what it is. But when his father dies, you see his raw emotion. You see he's genuinely, you know, devastated. He just lost yeah, his he's father. Not, he's not Boba Fett at that point, though. Well, he's still Boba Fett. He's not a Mandalorian at that time. And then you see, we were just talking about how he died. That is the most Bush League deaths. <laughs> yeah. A blind Han Solo accidentally knocks you off the platform and explodes your rocket pack and you fall into the Snarlack pick. That's like that's like a final destination death right there. That's so that's crappy way yeah. to go. Yeah. So like if he was this all powerful godlike being, he wouldn't have died that way. But he wouldn't have died, but it seems like the culture has betrayed him as if he's the ultimate badass. Like, even more, I feel like the culture has betrayed both of it as if he's more of a badass than Darth Vader. Honestly. Well, you see, that, that that's, I think a big key to being a Mandalorian is your intimidation. Yeah. I think that's part of their faith, their culture. Keeping these fucking helmets on, what the hell, how are you supposed to eat? You lift it up to get to your mouth, they have to eat somehow. You know, but they got to keep these on. Why? Because it's fucking intimidating. Where there's all this armor. It's, it's honor. It's honor, Doesn't man. It it's honor. Hot? It's honor. Do you, do you, how do you bathe? There are they. <laughs> there are coats that exist today that have air conditioners in them. You don't think they have cooling units and future armor? Which I know, Galaxy Far a long time ago. And it got, it's future tech, basically. You don't think they don't have cooling units in there? Come on. So Absolutely. let's talk about... Let's skip the, ahead. We'll skip ahead. Okay. Um, to the sequence when he goes to the planet and he's searching for the bounty. Let's just skip ahead to that. Sure. Because we're running out of time. Um, but let's get to um, when he arrives at the compound. Okay. Um, let's, we'll skip all the way to there. And I thought the dr- the droid bounty hunter. Was it, it's not IG-88, is it? What, I don't. IG-36? Fuck, uh, fuck if I know. It's IG. It's an IG unit. Fuck if I know. But um, I thought... Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't already figured it out, we're going to spoiler talk this. I assumed that when I saw some of the previews for in the commercials for this show, mm-hmm. that Man- the Mandalorian and this droid were going to have kind of like a kind of a back and forth relationship, almost partnership, so to speak. I thought th- from the trailer, from the previews I've seen, the commercials and everything, they showed a lot of this droid. Yeah. I felt like this droid was going to be. <laughs> Like his sidekick droid that every main character in the Star Wars that's, typically has. That's what I mean. Like like the C three PO, the R two D two. Like if you think about it, the, the BB eight. Yeah. And the what's the Rogue One guy? I can't remember his name. Played by Alan. Played by Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's always a droid sidekick. I thought that's who this was going to be. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Turns out, um, I was just unplugging it. It turns out that. He has a whole other sidekick. He's got a whole other buddy. He has a whole. He's got a whole buddy. The, this is the big reveal. This, this is huge. Like, like, like the first episode, and that's that's what we're talking about now. 
the first episode was good. You saw the the back and forth with Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers makes it yeah. Apollo Creed himself, <laughs> which I love. He's he's great. Um, he was in it, and he gets the bounty. He goes to collect this bounty. You have no idea who the bounty is. You find out that there's multiple other bounty hunters from the guild. Yeah, the, I'm using air quotes. Yeah, here. the guild. There's a guild for this bounty hunters guild, and he teams up with this droid just to complete the goal. Was the sequence whenever he took over the cannon and he started spinning around? That was so badass. It, the was, music it was. It was. So it was the cool. Mandalorian and this bounty hunter droid. Two of them versus an entire compound of. We're talking like soldiers. A, a couple dozen, like solidly a few dozen. Uh, yeah, probably a good. One 30. of them, one of them with a big badass Gatling like, gun they style were definitely cannon. Armed. There was a lot of them, and they were soldiers. And what they were trying to do is the bounty was in this building. It was and, all locked up. And, and the, the battle scene was pretty intense. It was, it was a, great. It, great. It didn't look good for uh, the Mandalorian Mando, for a Mando, while there. Old Mando. He looked like he was going to not win. And even the droid himself initiated self-destruct sequence. Like three times. <laughs> it looked like they were going to lose. But somehow, of course, they are victorious. And they break into the compound. And they they find their mark, and who who they knew ahead of time from Carl Weathers that it was a fifty year old. Yeah, it was some, it was a fifty year old being. Yes. He didn't. There was no other information. Just that it was fifty years old. And what do we see, Scott? Paint the picture. Oh my gosh! Paint the picture. This, and the episode was good, but up until this point, and this is how it ended. You saw this, and it was like the end. It was, I guess, I call it. Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda, basically. Like, the, call it that. I'm calling it like, Baby Yoda. Nobody knows the name of Yoda's race. No. Really, I don't think nobody knows the name of Yoda's race. We've only race. ever been introduced to Yoda and Yaddle. Yaddle. Yeah, and that's it. So nobody knows the name of Yoda's race, so it basically has to be turned Baby Yoda. And it is the most adorable thing I have ever seen in my life. I got a hats Holy off. Holy Hats shit. off to... Uh, to Favreau, uh, and Favreau? The Di- yeah, Favreau and the Disney group for not leaking that. Like, yeah. that was a surprise when I saw that. I mean, if if you're not interested in the show, fine, whatever, I don't know what you're doing. Just Google <laughs> Baby Yoda. Just How do about it. the Baby Yoda memes? They're pretty good, too. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen any oh, of them. Oh, I got some memes to send you, you later. Yeah, send me some, yeah. Um, and it's just Baby Yoda, and the droid is like, we gotta kill it. You're like we gotta kill it. We gotta we gotta end this thing. Like the German Empire officer told Mandalorian, dead or alive, dead or basically dead or alive. Now the scientist guy who was with him said, "No, no, no. I want that's not what we agreed on. We do not agree on dead. I wanted alive. I needed alive. But the the officer says, I I know your your line of work is difficult. So I mean." He was going to get it'll, more for it being alive. It'll obviously. be less if it's, you know, dead. But, I mean, we'll take it dead, basically. And it's motherfucking Baby Yoda. And the droid is ready to shoot it down. The droid's like, okay. Aims the gun. And he's like... And it's uh, focusing on on uh, Mandalorian's face, or his helmet, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you hear a laser blast, and all of a sudden the droid drops dead. Mm-hmm. Because Mandalorian kills him. And then it's the E.T. moment where he puts his finger out towards him. And then Baby Yoda reaches his finger out of the cr- uh, floating crib. Or the floating uh, bassinet. Floating bassinet. Which and is... he's just like, they touch fingers and that's the episode. Motherfucking Baby Yoda. Yeah. Do you think last... Uh, we're basically out of time at this point. Mm-hmm. And if we haven't convinced you to watch the show, I don't know what your problem is. But do you subscribe to the theory that that is Yoda's clone? I have heard people are saying it's Yoda's clone, it's Yoda's clone, and you see... I mean, we know the Emperor's coming back in the next movie. It's been spoiled for us, basically. We know the Emperor's going to come in some in some form. We've seen, we, we know so... spoilers, we know things are happening. That's why I'm impressed with Baby Yoda not being leaked and not being spoiled for us, which is good. It could be. It very, it very easily could be Yoda's clone, and I wouldn't be upset about that. But there's nothing to say that this species, whatever it may be, there, there, there's got to be other ones out there. We've already seen yeah. two. There's got to be more than two. And maybe their race, the two we've already seen, 
we're both Jedi's. Yeah. So maybe just this race, this being, they're sensitive in the Force. Maybe they're born out of the Force. That could be interesting. It could be interesting, but it also could be a clone. That's a good. That's yeah, a good could, point. Yeah, it could be a clone. But why is it important to the Empire or what's left of the Empire? That's the say? big question. I mean, I know. We're going to talk about episode two next episode, ideally. Yep, next week we will. Um, we're going to talk about episode two, but we do know kind of they want to run tests on it and they want to do experiments on it. Obviously, why else would they want it? Um, I mean, are, do they want to try to turn to a Sith? Do they want to try to use it to rebuild the Empire? Who knows? We don't know right now. It's a it's a mystery. It's a mystery. and You got to watch to find out. You got to stay tuned. Good show. Good show. Relax. I've been... Loving this, this couch, man. It's it's it's. We should have been doing this for the last four years. I know, right? Well, now we know. Now we know with the hermit crabs in the background. Now we know. Marley's back. Yeah, turtle, toidle, toidle. Um. So Adam, why don't you let the people know how they yeah. can listen to our show, how they can get a hold of us, and if what's up out there? You want to listen to Four Distraction? We are on SoundCloud or on iTunes. If you want to email us and let us know. What you thought of the Mandalorian? What are your crazy horse stories, or have you seen a unicorn before in you your say life? Horse stories, horse, 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 stories. or horse stories. I'll take those too. I don't really care. Um, horror, horror like stories. H O or W. I will take. I will take horror stories. I will take horse stories, and I will take horror stories. Email all three what of about those. About a horror story about a whore and a horse. That'll be like the epitome of everything like that's gold that's gold right there you know let me know email us for distraction at gmail.com we're on facebook and twitter search for distraction at podcast fyd like i said we're on soundcloud and itunes rate us comment on us subscribe to us share us with your, share us with your friends the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow we're also a member of the be real podcasting network head over to podbean and search for your distraction that is our official unofficial hub for the be real network right now Hopefully within the next month or so, we got some changes, some things coming. You know, we'll see. There's some, there's some, there's some talking and works in order. We got big things coming. A couple big things actually. Yeah. Several big things. Yeah. Are, a f- a f- a are couple. on the docket. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe we'll t- talk about it next time. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. We'll see. Um. So, final thoughts on episode one of Mandalorian. I enjoyed it. My favorite part was the Baby Yoda reveal. I believe I well, I watched it by myself at home later at night, and I believe I gasped when I saw it. Like that's that's how awesome that scene was. To yeah, me. it's I enjoy it thoroughly, and I've been a very big critic of the later Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff that they've been doing a lot. And this is pretty fresh. I think I think this is really cool, and this is really awesome. Definitely. We recommend you watching it. Yeah, absolutely. Buy Disney Plus. It's worth it. It is pretty worth it. So, do you think Mandalorians name their penises? Um, I mean, it's 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 all, it's all about honor. The real question is, do they put helmets on their heads? This is the way. <laughs> <laughs>